The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you seeking more energy and ready to have more healings and revealings in your life? Then you've tuned into the right program. For the next hour, listen in as Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, shares with you tools you can use to transform your life. She will guide you on a journey to create a life that is intentional and dynamic. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. Welcome, everyone, all of you intentional spirits out there, and what a pleasure it is to always be with you. I um, I have this new excitement about Wednesdays now at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We've been doing this show for about six years, but it, it's so much fun adding the Facebook Live element, getting to connect with so many of you on a deeper level instead of just audio, and I just want to recognize you and thank you and, and so many... You know, so many thanks to all of you for sharing the video and involving your friends. And it, it's just a really, really special thing. Um, as we say every week, we feature people from all over the world, um, illuminaries, uh, innovators, um, great, talented artists, people that are able to give us tools, um, which create that element of us being able to live an intentional life. Um, as we say all the time, and I say it to myself, you know, there's a big difference between having good intentions, um, such as new promises or New Year's re- resolution is such a, a great way of understanding that. A lot of times people have intentions, but it's the intentional spirit that is not living life just based on external happenings or occurrences or our, our moments are values. They are more inward, more principle-centered, um, more guided by a knowing um, that they are intentional and they carry out their promises. They carry out their ideas and their ideals. It's very, very powerful. We want to welcome our friend Jax, who joins us quite frequently, as well as I want to bless my beloved friend Elizabeth that joins us from Norway. So we're truly blessed. But speaking of blessings, we have a dynamic guest with us today, Cindy Laura Renard. She is an amazing, innovative, extraordinary uh, talent, and she's visionary. She's new age. Uh, she does alternative and meditative sounds. She is all that and then some, but I'm going to let her talk about herself today. <laughs> Cindy, <laughs> welcome to our show. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, Temple. I I really appreciate being here, and I want to thank you for having me. So I'm excited. It's, it's a pleasure. 
It's a pleasure having you, and um, and just the vibrancy of your energy, and you're just like forever young. It's like uh, maybe you could give us some tips about that <laughs> throughout the show. <laughs> but, in, but in all seriousness, um, um, talk about the beginning of your life. Like, um, what were your moments that you feel have defined you, that have supported you? And uh, and being who you are today, and how you're impacting the world with your gifts and talents. Hmm, that's a great question. And you know what? The first thing that popped in my mind when you said that uh, was my mother. Growing up, was a huge influence on me. Huge, um, because at, when I was very young, she started getting on a spiritual path. So I was always exposed. To sort of, I was sort of a deep thinker when I was really young, and I was I was pretty aware and pretty mindful of my surroundings at a pretty young age, and I was very focused on what I wanted to do. Um, that was enhanced by my mother starting her journey um, into spirituality when I was in my early teens, and she would share her lessons with me and what she was learning. Um, so, so I was I was definitely exposed when I was really young, um, and to music as well. Um, I would say the music part of my life, uh, my earliest memory that I have was when my mother would carry me in her backpack and take me to a church, and she would play the organ, and I'd be sitting in her backpack, and I would be taking in all the sounds and all the melodies and of the organ in this church, and <clears throat> so I was very exposed to music very since I was a baby, and so I developed my musical ability from the, from that point on. And so I come from a very, very musical family, um, my mother's side and my father's side. So I was always playing the piano. We were always singing. And at our family reunions, we would always have, <clears throat> we would always have uh, people doing harmonies. And my aunts and uncles would get together and sing four-part harmonies. And all of us would sing as a, as a family. So I kind of think of the sound of music when I think of my family, <laughs> that we were a family of singers. <laughs> Sounds like so it. It's, yeah. <laughs> What a great way to uh, grow up. I mean, how awesome yeah. for you. That's not a, you know, uh, and always a common a common story. So so good for you, and it's always wonderful to hear, you know, having that, that kind of premise. Um, when you move forward with establishing um, the faith, how did you, um, what was a part of your story and how you became involved from, you know, a religiosity, if you will, to a level of of a more new age or more spirituality. Was there any definitive um, connection in how that occurred? Yeah, I <clears throat> I would say my my spiritual path really started soon after I moved to California from Ohio, where I I started um, having mystical experiences in my early 20s, and I would I would have out-of-body experiences, and I was very um, interested in psychic phenomena and near-death experiences and all that kind of thing. So I was reading tons of books. I was kind of in the spiritual buffet line, reading anything I could get my hands on to make sense of the experiences I was having at the time. I was really opening up. And, and there was really interesting because I would go to the, our local bookstore and I'd always go to the metaphysical section. And I'd say this went on for a few years where I would go to the metaphysical section and I would see A Course in Miracles. 
on the shelf, and I would pull it off the shelf, and I would open the first page, and all I read was, nothing real can be threatened, nothing unreal exists, herein lies the peace of God. Then at the mm-hmm. time, I, and I, I didn't know what that meant, <laughs> um, but it, I knew the writing was intelligent, but it, it was kind of like it was in a foreign language. So I would kept putting it back on the shelf. And I'd go back to the bookstore, you know, um, and I'd take the book off the shelf, put it back on again. So one day I decided to buy a copy of the Course, Course in Miracles. Um, and then what happened was it sat on my shelf another few years, and I didn't do anything with it. But my mother decided that she uh, wanted to borrow my copy. And again, it was my mother's influence because she started practicing A Course in Miracles and attending a study group and sharing what she was learning with me and the lessons. And it really picked my interest. Um, so I, I started, uh, oh, and then one day she brought home my husband's book, The Disappearance of the Universe uh, by Gary Renard. And she explained to me this, that his book really explains the course really well and I should read it. So I did. I would say that was a truly defining moment when I read my husband's book for the first time. It completely changed how I looked at everything, and everything made sense to me of what it was saying um, about the idea of the non-dualistic ideas. Um, and that's what the Course is. It's a purely non-dualistic thought system. And that really resonated with me, the ideas in the book, in his book, and, and in the Course. So that really catapulted me onto this path of um, knowing without, without a doubt that this was going to be my lifelong path. Um, but I was already prepared spiritually to do the course because I had a lot of spiritual background up to that point with all the other readings and things I was doing. And, and um, really, my mind was really opening. Um, so I was ready for the course by that point. I would say that was in my... Uh, very early 30s, <clears throat> and so I, then there's the whole story of how I, you know, got on the path of meeting my husband, um, but, and uh, little did I know that I would end up, though, actually formally teaching the course um, with Gary, and that my music would also be incorporated, which I use now as a tool, sort of to um, help the ego relax. It's kind of how I put it. I, my music has shifted over the years as I've kind of grown spiritually, um, where it's now all my songs reflect the awakening process and that the Course speaks of. So I use music in our workshops as, um, as a tool also. Um, sort of like a, I allow myself to be a channel um, and let the music come through me. And it's another way for people to join and connect at the level of the mind. Um, so I do that through speaking as well as singing. And it's a sort of, a, it works very well in the workshops we do together as well. So it, it really, um, it, it sounds like since the early days of your life, the awakening and aware part was either there or uh, something happened, some kind of download or something would happen that immediately you were like on to the next thing and how fortunate for you because uh, a lot of our listeners and people that tune in, you know, they'll have these mystical experiences or they'll have dreams and they either stuff them or uh, they don't find a door or a place, an avenue in which they can pursue them (coughs) or they 
say it, it's probably not real or, or not existing. So it's always welcoming and refreshing. Um, in interviewing a lot of people, you know, their work becomes the validation of others in whatever it has been, um, which you're doing too. You know, I, I get that. But it, it appears that, at least from the conversing part of it, that your path has been less rocky and bumpy uh, <laughs> than, than some. <laughs> and that's great, you know, because it, it, it reassures all of us that, um, you know, our, our children and their children don't necessarily always have to go through a lot of uh, chaos or crisis for the opportunity to be born within them or that resurrection to be born within them for them to do their their mighty work. But it is profound when you think about how you're like living in this course of miracles, not related to the title of the book. Of course, I, I love the course we offer it here. It's amazing. But you're kind of living a course of miracles and that you would then uh, stumble upon, if you will, the course in miracles, find out about the guy that represents it. And um, you're doing the everyday course with him and you're married to him. And it's just, uh, it's a great story. It really <laughs> is. It's really, um, it's, it's a beautiful story. It's quite a, oh. quite a story all the way around, one would say. <laughs> I, I thank you, but I, I do have to say, um, I, I have had, some some definitely had some rocky moments i'm i i don't want to paint a picture that everything was perfect all the time either and it really wasn't i one thing that a challenge that probably also motivated me to go within more <clears throat> is in my especially it started in my late teens i developed severe anxiety and i would have panic attacks uh-huh. and yeah so i and that went on for quite a while especially into my 20s and i think that we as well can we talk oh, about sure. Because, um, you know, I'm sure with the work that you do and the work that I do, um, what I've noticed is, is we see that a lot and we see it more now with like this new evolution of people that are born today. Um, Mm -hmm. because that's essence of that. It's that spiritual part within us that we don't understand would probably be one part of it. But, I mean, obviously, I want to hear what you have to say about it. So you just started noticing that you started getting anxious. And I did, too. I started having these anxiety teenager things that were just overwhelming for me. And they kept putting me through all these tests, and they couldn't find yeah. anything. Uh, yes. That, and that can be really frustrating when you're uh, you're kind of confused as, to, okay, where is this coming from? Because it seems to come on very suddenly, and it seems very random. Mm-hmm. And I, when the first time I had it, I was terrified. I mean, I didn't know. I thought I was having a heart attack, <laughs> and uh, my heart was racing. And um, so I didn't have any any idea, you know, any thought of, of to what what was occurring. I just knew that I was terrified. And then later on, I just it developed into a, a worse scenario because I started associating certain areas and certain events with with panic. So I would. You know, be in situations, you know, and I would get very uncomfortable and I would, I would fear of another, that I would have another panic attack. And that's kind of how it works. And I would, and this went on for years, you know, and, um, and I'd say it really, it was in my mid twenties where I kind of reached the peak with that. And so that really was a, a, it was a difficult time, but I think 
it was an opportunity for me to just, again, it motivated me to, to on the search, even more on the spiritual search, and to go within more. And, and that, to me now, I can look back at that and say, what a blessing, because it's sort of, I think everything, every experience we all have um, is not to be judged as bad, but how can it serve you? What is it, you know, what are you learning from it? How can you grow through it? Um, so if I didn't have all that, it, I don't think I would have been as strong as I am today. You know, I wouldn't have the same ability to remember, hey, that I'm, I'm, a, I'm a mind, not a body, and I can choose how I'm thinking about things and how I'm interpreting things, including anxiety. And if it ever comes up today, which occasionally it can show its face still, occasionally. So what that tells me is that, hey, well, that's one of my opportunities and one of my forgiveness opportunities that I can keep using that, you know, to work with, hey, undoing the ego, as the Course says. I can uh, use that as my lesson, one of my lessons, and remember that, that you know, there's truly nothing to fear, and it's really a sense of separation from God that's the only lack we need to correct, as the Course says. So what I do now is I just remember that in those more anxious moments, and I'll go and I'll do my uh, little meditation and, and remind my mind that the separation from God never occurred. Nothing really happened, you know, and I'm still innocent. All is forgiven and released. And I just say those right-minded ideas to myself, you know, and I remember I'm sort of being breathed by God. I'm a thought of in God. So, and I, and I can just let go and let the Holy Spirit lead the way. So those things are really helpful in those times. And the course's thought system is very helpful to me. If the, if that if anxiety can can show up, which it, again it does occasionally. So, um, but that's okay. I look at it now as an opportunity, you know. So, to further and strengthen um, my ability to choose, you know, to choose how I'm interpreting it, how I'm looking at it. Mm-hmm. And I would say that without that, yeah, I wouldn't have been as strong as I am today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> with I have um, some things that go um, sometimes with my eyes, and it's been happening for about 20 years, where I can see different veils and I can see different layers and I can, um, it's like it, it's, it's part of it is blurry, but the other part of it is expansive. And so I, um, you know, the first couple of times I went, well, that is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and after that, it was like um, it's become a sacred friend, you know, and it's like um, I and I've never shared this out loud with anybody, but it's this sense of it, it's definitely something in its other dimensional kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't get into like a paralysis analysis trying to figure it out. But like you, rather than shutting it off or going, you know, this isn't really happening because, it, you know, it is. Um, I say, how are you, my friend? And what are you telling me today? You know, what is it? What is it that you want me to know right now? What is it that you want me to to get in connection with? And, you know, that kind of thing. And thank you for sharing um, that story, because uh, when we're in this frequency, this vibrational frequency of, you know, really wanting to live a life of light and of spirit and 
things like that. It's uh, it's definitely interesting when some of us are willing to share about aspects of ourselves physically and some of the things that remind us also from time to time that we're in a physical body um, and learning to welcome that and, and go with that. It's a, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. Um, so you just decided through this process that this music was just being birthed from you. Um, was it a uh, aha or... Uh, did, was it something that you said, well, obviously this is supposed to be part of my path since I so connect with it? That's actually exactly it. I felt at such a young age, it was such a, it was like a, it was a soul recognition, I would say, that at a very early age that music was literally just a part of me. It was like I was just uh, part of what I identified myself to be in this lifetime I no, that's not my real identity, but but that's how I felt when I was when I was very young. That it was such a strong part of my soul, um, mm-hmm. and it was undeniable. <laughs> and so that was that was you know um, something that was just burst into me, and um, so that just I carried that with me all through my years growing up. Um, it just and I just kept developing it, um, developing the musical abilities through various outlets, you know, and such as, you know, I was taking piano lessons, I was taking voice lessons, and um, just involved musically in lots of different ways. Um, What I didn't know is how much my passion for music, though, would shift to one of more, the purpose shifted, which is interesting. So my purpose for it originally was, oh, I'm going to move to California, and I'm going to be a famous pop star. (laughs) Is what I is what I initially had in my mind, you know, like sort of like a young teenager. You just want to get out there and you want to you want to be famous and all this stuff. And but real as I as I really as I started to develop spiritually though, and I was on started to get on a spiritual path. Um, wow, the purpose completely shifted, and I just completely let go. There was no need or desire anymore to have to do anything specific. It was almost like I was just allowing it then to just be a channel and the music shifted and was coming through me in a very um, different way. It was um, the music itself shifted. In other words, it was less about uh, I was writing more about the pain of this world and then it shifted to awakening from this dream of the world, my my music and the lyrics were, were shifting, and and the music that was coming through me was um, moving into what I call the higher octaves of life. It was just um, it had a more spiritual tone to it, and I think that was just a natural progression as I just kept developing spiritually. And so that was really interesting for me to watch, to kind of look back and look at my older writings to where. They are now, which really reflects now. My music reflects the awakening process, um, awakening from the dream of separation, uh, awakening into God. Um, and again, I didn't have to force that process. I, it was more like when I sit down and I'm at my piano. This is like my way of channeling. It's one of the ways that I just spirit literally moves through me, and I can feel that happening when I'm writing and recording. Like something takes over, and it's sort of doing the writing, and and I dream some of my songs as well. I dream the actual music. So it's very interesting, and uh, so that's just one of the ways um, I believe spirit speaks through me. 
And another way it speaks to me is when I'm on stage speaking about A Course in Miracles. Gary and I talk about this all the time, that we actually can tell when there's a shift that occurs where it literally feels like the Holy Spirit is taking over and where we get ourselves out of the way and it, we just let the Holy Spirit say what it wants to say. <laughs> um, so that's a very interesting feeling as well, and it feels very, very good. It feels empowering you know, to, to get the so- ego out of the way. <laughs> yeah, so profound. I want to uh, remind all of you that you can go to Cindy Laura, uh, Cindy C I N D Y, so Cindy with an I, Laura L O R A dot com, and you can read all about her. You can see her music and all the things that she offers. Um, and you'll also see that she is amazingly beautiful as well uh, in the physical form. So um, she just oh, nice. has been <laughs> blessed by God in all all departments, and uh, mm-hmm. and that's a beautiful thing, you know. I mean, good for you. Um, we're we're happy for you, one would say. But <laughs> I also, I also um, you know, I I love the fact that you are offering such, you know positive music because it's very interesting you know for so many of us out in the field and for the people that are on this show uh the people that are listening to this show you know it's it's very interesting when you actually go um to get music that is really coming from a vibration of being positive and enlightening um and i'm just so happy that you didn't go the path of pain you know, I, I lost my love, I lost my car, I lost my dog, and poor me. And, you know, it's mm-hmm. just, when you actually set out to say, I mean, I go through that often, you know, when I'm doing some kind of uh, public presentations, is finding the right music to go with it, because so much of it is a, it's not a vibe of that divine awakening, or, you know, that kind of thing. So, I'm very... Um, happy that you are and I'm going to start tuning more into your stuff as well and thank you for being a channel for that that's really really powerful would it be possible within uh, the time of our show that you could actually play something for us we could get a get a sense of you our listeners could uh-huh. I, I, you know what? If I had a device in front of me to play something I would but I could I'd be happy to sing something a cappella live a short clip of something just sing it for you on the phone (laughs) whatever you want to do you can go get a device when we take our short break or girl you can just go for it whichever you like (laughs) because as my listeners know we do not do a script show we just allow it to be organic and the spirit to show up and and that's very important because that's how intentional people live so whatever you feel comfortable with because i've definitely put you on the spot but i have different people going please please do something jacks is saying it rick is saying it you know so yeah people would love to hear you oh that's that's fine with me i think i'll have to do it acapella since i'm really literally not in a place where i have um a device to play something so I could sing it. I'll just sing it live. All right. Bring it on. Bring it on. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, right now? Or are you ready? <laughs> you're ready. Oh, okay. <clears throat> well, I could do, um, I'll let you choose. I could do um, a short clip of uh, one of the songs I wrote uh, inspired by the Holy Spirit called The Comforter that I wrote, or I could sing some bars of Amazing Grace. I'll let you choose. Do The Comforter. Okay. 
Beyond the moon, beyond the stars, past the beauty of your loving heart, I will be with you for all of time. I'll be the vision through your eyes through the calmness of the autumn rain I will wash away your weary days and when the morning sun appears I'll be the to dry your tears in quiet dreams where you feel alone I'll be the soft voice that calls you home when you awaken to the journey's end I'll reach for you Please take my hand. Oh, so that's my. just a few guys. <laughs> wow. That's what everybody's saying online. Wow. Aww. <laughs> Let's take a clap and give her a bravo. <laughs> That's so nice. Oh, it was so uh, beautiful. Thank you, all of you, for tuning in. And go to her website. We're going to take a short break and just kind of feel that. I mean, we're just like, wow. CindyLaura.com. CindyLaura, L-O-R-A.com. And stay with us because we're going to get more into depths of music, how it changes us. We're also going to talk about meditations for couples whether you're a couple or want to become a couple, this would be the CD for you. So everybody's typing and clapping. I just love it. We'll be right <laughs> back after this short break. Thanks, everyone, for being with us. You are so appreciated and valued. We'll be right back. If Unity Online Radio has helped you grow spiritually through programs like this one, please consider supporting this online radio programming. Visit www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Thank you for helping us continue to serve as the voice of an awakening world. your soul what it wants or are you so busy meeting the needs of everyone else family friends children bosses that you haven't checked in with the part of you that matters most janet connor asked this question and received an answer your soul wants five things that's it five things your soul wants to connect with source commit to values serve a purpose, express itself creatively, and last, it longs to create a beautiful, abundant life. 
Janet Connor teaches five wisdom habits that meet those needs. You can take each course separately or register for the complete Your Soul Wants Five Things series and receive $1,000 in bonuses for free. Visit JanetConnor.com and explore all five courses in her signature series, Your Soul Wants Five Things. Your soul will thank you. Thank you for listening to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being with Reverend Temple Hayes. If you have a question or comment about today's discussion, you can email us at theintentionalspirit at unityonlineradio.org. Now, here is your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. Welcome back, everyone, and thank you so much for being with us. I want to remind you, I'd love you to join me on TempleHaze.com to always find out about the new and, and great things that we have going on. Um, we have a big cruise coming up at the beginning of the year, lots of opportunities. I'm going to be in Costa Rica. So love to have you join me. So tune in and get connected, um, as well as thank you for joining us on FirstUnity.org. Uh, we are a movement that we truly believe in the, the message of unity near, far, and wide. And we are all so blessed. Um, Cindy, I got kind of tickled earlier because even joining us today is one of my neighborhood uh, childhood friends today. So you're bringing them out of the woodwork, Cindy. Oh. <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah. Isn't that cool? I, I mean, a, a yeah. relationship that goes way back. I won't do the numbers. I'll spare both of us in that. But it's really what life is all about is that, that deepening of of connection. Well, the song that you did, The Comforter, is that uh, on the uh, Awakening to Love CD? Yes, it is. Yeah, it's on that CD, which is my, my newest CD. Okay. All right. That's available. Yep. Great. Okay, so it's right there on the website, cindylaura.com. Wow, what a gifted voice you have. And just that resonation of your heart, you know, it... It, it totally comes through. It was just such a, a blessing. And thank you for the willingness to be totally be caught off guard and go a cappella. And oh. I have a I, lot of respect for you for doing that. Oh, well, you know, I love to sing. I, I really, it's not even a burden ever. I really, truly love to sing. So I'm, I'm happy to do it. I do. Yeah. Thank you so much. Well, um, you're welcome. So, um, I want to talk about also this um, the CD that you have that's uh, for couples. Uh, how did that come about? Um, you know me. I'm just always looking. There's got to be a story in there somewhere about everything. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, uh, there is actually. It yeah, it come about to decide to do yeah. that. I, I remember where there the idea was birthed. <laughs> uh, Gary and I were sitting having dinner. Uh, we were in in. Colombia in South America, um, oh. leading a workshop there, and this was a uh, uh, several years ago, and we were having dinner and we started to talk about um, a common theme um, that people bring up in our workshops on relationships, um, especially um, how to navigate successfully through challenging situations and um, in relationships. And people ask us a lot of questions about how to forgive 
the other, mm. how to, to unify, be unified with the other and see shared interests instead of separate interests. And um, so because of, so we were talking about that one evening at dinner about, about how popular that theme is on relationships. And so I, it got hit as a download. I got a download, which mm. I call them downloads when I get a sort of a spiritual intuitive vibe or hit. I love and that about it, you because that's what I call them too. You do? Really? For a couple years, yes. I call them oh, downloads. Wow. Hi, download sister. How cool is that? That's, you know what? That's very cool. I've never heard anyone else say that. I've never heard I haven't else either. Say We're destiny. <laughs> that <laughs> is great, really. Back to you. Yeah. <laughs> I just got so excited about that. I've never heard anybody say that out loud before. It's like, wow. I get downloads. Oh, I love that. So you were sitting there with Gary, and then you're just intuitively just getting this huge download about the need for that, or yes, the need for that. For it was another way of bringing forth, um, you know, helpful information of uh-huh. how one can sit with their partner and join, find a way of joining with them um, in times of stress. You know, and it's just the other, another tool people can use with their partners that they can actually sit down and do these guided meditations together, sharing a common purpose. And that's the whole point. It's finding common ground where they learn through the guided meditation how to look and perceive at their, perceive their partners, which really aren't separate from them. And so all the meditations, which is about eight different ones, um, cover various situations and um, stresses people have in their relationships, such as, you know, um, how, first of all, how to work with forgiveness if mm-hmm. something comes up that is challenging you about the other. Um, mm-hmm. There's one that helps one to remove stress and anxiety in situations um, with their partners. Um, there's, gosh, um, there's one even how to to be open and willing to receive partnership if you feel there's blocks. Um, so then there's one general one just really to connect with your partner to, to God and as one entity, you know. And so all of these are really they're guided meditations with background music, um, which I composed. And um, so the whole purpose is just for that is for uh, finding ways to become unified and become one in partnership, where your purpose has shifted from one of attack, blame, and separation to... Wholeness, innocence, unity, joining, oneness. Mm-hmm. Where you see the other as not separate from you, but the same as you. And that, and so the meditations are also good for, you don't have to necessarily be in partnership with someone. You could take the content of any of these meditations and apply them to yourself or to another person. Um, so, because the content can, you know, is... is again, can, can be applied to, to anyone, really. Um, but, yeah, the meditations are designed for couples, <clears throat> but I don't want let to that, let that stop people from saying, oh, well, I'm not in a partnership, so I shouldn't do this. No, you could still use the content, you know, and shift the words around a little bit, you know, and um, so it could still be helpful in that sense, too. Mm, absolutely. And I, I would urge people that want to become a couple that this would be very, very, very powerful, you know, to hold that space as if. Um, if that works very, very, you know, well. I mean, I was single for quite a long time, and I used to stand in front of the mirror and sing, you are the woman that I always dreamed of. <laughs> okay. That's and I, 
you know, I didn't have the voice that you have, but I was willing to do it because I was just envisioning, you know, that one day somebody would sing that song to me. And um, uh, so I think it's very powerful and very important for people to, you know, be willing to do that. That if you are longing to be in a relationship, that acting as if and kind of being in that in that space. Um, you know, when I think often about forgiveness in relationship of the one we are in or, um, you know, from the past, um, I'm sure this is powerful in this relation. Um, I'm practicing talking today. Sorry. I know what I want to say. Um, but if you... If you are often in relationship, we bring our past relationships to the current relationship, right? I mean, we we do some of that, or we bring some of our parental energy to the relationship. And um, I think that must be very powerful uh, for this particular CD is that work of forgiveness for that particular part of that. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think forgiveness, as, as A Course in Miracles says, forgiveness is the key to happiness. And it really uh, means that quite literally. <laughs> yeah, yes. I, I think, and I love I love the Course's brand of forgiveness um, that says we forgive people not for what they've really done, but what, for what they haven't really done, in the sense that nothing really happened because the separation from God hasn't occurred, and that's why we're all innocent. And when we learn to, to see people in our whether it's our partners or just people in general, anybody with spiritual sight, um, as Jesus taught so well, which means you're over, you sort of overlook the form, the body, and you see them for what they really are, how they were created in reality, which is perfect, whole, and innocent. And as we learn to keep seeing ourselves, our partners, everyone in that way, see them as all the same, we're really sending a message into our own mind that that's what we are. We are innocent, whole. And perfect, and and everything else was made up by the ego. It's just all an illusion. All the silly thoughts we have about ourselves, the judgments we have, the the blame, attack, and condemnation, and all of those thoughts that come from ego are made up. It's a self-made up concept that God did not create. That we made up. <laughs> and I love that. Um, that uh, the course really is a great does a great job of explaining that process so we're really all in a process of undoing undoing the ego um and these meditations uh reflect that the course's thought system um everything is inspired by the course um in these meditations um and it's non-dualistic thought system you know Mm -hmm. so it's really about how we're and every day this can be practiced no matter where you are and who you're with learning to see with spiritual sight you know reminding your mind that everyone uh, was created equally in their innocence. So, and again, since we're all one and all minds are joined, mm-hmm. as we see others, we see ourselves. So, if we attack someone else in our mind, we're really attacking ourselves. Just as we see, if we see with love and innocence, we see someone else in their perfect wholeness, we're reminding our minds that that's what we are as well. And um, so, I that's what these meditations reflect and it can be very powerful when you join with someone with a common purpose like this and you your relationships can truly shift from ego-based relationships to to holy relationships which is really the forgiven relationship when all has been forgiven 
and really, and you no longer carry any judgments around in your mind um, about that other person. Um, because all judgments really come from self-judgment. We usually judge ourselves first, whether we realize it or not, and then that judgment gets projected out. And then we see the judgment and the attack and blame and guilt in somebody else mm-hmm. instead of in our own minds. And that's what I love about the Course. It's all about uh, the cause, which is in our mind. And so the effect is the world. Um, but the world doesn't really hold any power. But our minds do. So this is why we can use our mind to change our minds about how we're thinking about other people and the situations we find ourselves in that might be challenging. You know, um, we can we can shift the purpose for what it's all for. So if it if it serves the ego's purpose, it's always going to be used to attack. To, there's always going to be a judgment there. Um, but if we use it for the Holy Spirit's purpose, we can now become channels to allow the Holy Spirit's love and innocence to extend through us, and we can be a communication device, a tool to let the Holy Spirit's love extend through us, so that way we can extend that to all our brothers and sisters. And um, so that's really using the body for the Holy Spirit's purpose, just as a communication tool to say, to to allow it to, to see through its eyes, through its vision, which only sees innocence everywhere. <laughs> and... Um, so if these exercises in this this CD is a uh, meditation CD helps people um, w- along that mindset to, to come to that that there really is truly no no separation you know it, it sort of helps wash away that illusion of separation. I, I love that. So what, what I noticed about um, when you were just um, kind of articulating um, that process. Um, I love the way that when you use the word forgiveness, you are like all bubbly and all excited. <laughs> because <laughs> often, you know, when you hear people speaking about forgiveness, the tone of their voice goes down and their vibration in their body goes down almost like a have to. And it's very interesting because often people hear it that way. Like, oh boy, here we go again. You know, we're going to pull up forgiveness card. Oh my, with such drudgery and dread. We're really, you know, when you said it, it was like, and we're going to go to the park, and we're going to have a good day, and we're going to have a picnic, and we're going to do our forgiveness, and it's just going to be the best thing. And I, um, but I, 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 and I, I love that because that's really um, what it ought to be about. It's like a, the one incent, essential ingredient, I think. Um, that exceeds all the need to eat every day and drink water every day needs to be that forgiveness element. And I know just from talking to you and you're making it sound so, you know, profoundly exciting, I'm going to raise my bar in that too. And I would urge all our listeners to do the same because it, and I, I look at that like often every day, you know, what, what acts do I need to forgive within the course of the day or where do I need to forgive myself or where did I fall short of being me in any way or or not being present with the person that, you know, came to my office or whatever it is. I think it's a beautiful practice to do all the time where often people hold it as, oh, boy, you know, I got to I thought I already did that, you know, five years mm-hmm. ago. I got to pull that up again where it's really fun because it opens up such magnetism in, in our lives. Thank you for that. I'm just taking advantage of that to really just say thank mm. you for 
it sounds so exciting and uh, it really is. Wow. Yeah. Gosh, well, I'm glad that you I'm that's really I'm so happy that you you gave me that feedback as well and that you interpreted it that way. Um, because I wasn't even aware of it when I was speaking of it that way. So that that's really nice. And I, I think it's because I think of now I think of forgiveness as a, as a total blessing. It's an opportunity because what we really want is to reconnect with God, which is love, which is joy, which is light, which is pure happiness. And so I think that's why I associate now forgiveness with that is because I know that when I do it in my own life, I know the benefits of it. And, and it, it really, really does help one to undo the blocks and do the ego so that what's mm-hmm. left is the real you starts showing up. You know, not the you that is steeped in and in marinating in, in pain and suffering and separation. Forgiveness undoes all that. When it's practiced over time, it is a process for everybody. Um, but I find joy in it because I know the benefits of it. And I, I've seen it work in my own life, so I know the power of it. Um, when, when, when one can just stay consistent with it, <laughs> and really, like you said, it's a daily thing where you just you kind of learn to recognize by your, your mood will tell you throughout the day when you've gotten off track because your mood will tell you if you feel bad hey that's the ego i'm i'm an ego and i uh there must be something unforgiven here i would or i would not feel this way and so it's really just catching that every day when anything comes up that disturbs your peace and you can just think of it as a forgiveness opportunity and then go through the steps you know of actually doing the forgiveness you know and it's very powerful and over time it's uh, the key key uh, tool that undoes the ego because it undoes the sense of separation, which is the cause of all suffering, the guilt that comes from the separation that's in the mind. That's very powerful. Um, and, when the, and this is what Jesus did 2000. This is what he was teaching 2000 years ago. And now he's gave a course in miracles to clarify some things and, and sort of uh, but Jesus was always a non-dualistic teacher. He was always a wisdom teacher that taught non-dualism, even 2,000 years ago. And now he gave us another tool, A Course in Miracles, where he, he, he teaches us again, in a sense, what he was teaching 2,000 years ago. And, and he was basically saying, look, what I did, you can do also. We're only different in time, in the sense that he always said, hey, I have God and nothing else. That's the only thing in time that would appear to separate us, you know, but we'll come to that realization, too, that we have only God and nothing else. That's the only reality. Um, that's what really what he was, he was teaching, that, that we're pure love and that's it. We can't even be anything else. Um, if we are trying to oppose God and how he created us, we're actually producing a state that doesn't even exist because fear is an illusion. And he was gently, lovingly, like a wisdom teacher, just guiding us all, you know, saying, hey, this works for me, so I'm going to show you how, you know, how you can also achieve, you know, the same kind of joy, you know, be as God created you to be and not how you have set it up. You know, we've set up this world on our own. You know, we did everything on our own, and but we don't have to do anything on our own anymore because... We all have the Holy Spirit that resides in the right part of our mind, and we can choose that that thought system instead of the ego's thought system. And that's the power of choice that we all have. Um, 
And once you learn to start exercising that, that you're a mind and not a body in reality, you really are mind, mm-hmm. um, that's where your power is at the level of cause, um, which is the mind. And you can change your mind um, with practice and daily, with patience and with a loving and gentle attitude with yourself and a non-judging attitude, um, you will succeed. Everyone will succeed in this. There's no one that is left out. There's no one um, that doesn't have the same potential as anyone else. And uh, I find that very inspiring. Absolutely. And we, very, yeah. very powerful. Well, I tell you, we're, we're grateful um, for the music that you're creating, um, for the ideas that you're living and, and modeling. Um, everyone, uh, go to Cindy Laura. L-O-R-A dot com. And as always, I'm fascinated uh, that our time goes by so quickly. I want to thank all of you for tuning in, for uh, sharing the show that you do with your friends because of you who are known all over the world. And we are very, very uh, grateful for that. Cindy, it's truly been a pleasure. Um, thank you for the work that you do, and thank you for the work that you and Gary do um, together. We are just so um, blessed by what the two of you bring to the planet and and showing that true um, modeling of relationship, too. Uh, we can never do too much of that. We're in this great birthing process universally now. And boy, we're wanting to birth into that uh, oneness concept, which we know it's there, but I'm talking about that resonation um, throughout the world that people identify with that. So thank you again for being on the show. Is there a last thought you'd like to leave with us? Uh, well, first of all, thank you for having me on this show, and I really, really enjoyed speaking with you, too, and uh, thank you. And, yeah, I would just like to encourage people that no matter how difficult um, life can seem at times, and I know that it can, and everybody has their form and their challenges that come up, uh, stick with forgiveness. Never doubt yourself. Understand that even if you don't see results right away, if you stick with forgiveness in time, you will start to experience the benefit. I would encourage people not to give up on it just because they can't see result, physical results because your mind is being healed. Where anytime you're, you're practicing forgiveness, your mind is being healed, and you can't always see that, but you'll start to feel it, and you'll, you'll get the benefits of it in time. So just stay with it is what I'd like to, to say, remind people of. Thank you, Cindy, and you keep having those downloads, girl. <laughs> yes, you too. You too. That was great. Download Thanks again, Yes, and God bless you, all of you, in this amazing journey that we call life. Thank you so much for being with us. We are very, very grateful. Thank you for tuning in to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being with Reverend Temple Hayes. Join us every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central for tools and simple applications which will support you from being alive to fully living. This program is brought to you in part by First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida. To learn more about this ministry, go to www.unitycampus.org or www.templehaze.org.
Do you experience the peace and joy promised by A Course in Miracles? Or are you still struggling to truly live your beliefs from moment to moment? Let Rev. Jennifer Hadley help you focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application, by walking your talk. Experience the healing live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Central on A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. As a society, we're becoming more conscious of our responsibility to the environment. There are precious resources which must be properly managed. Although it is necessary for me to focus on these outer resources, it's equally important to develop my inner spiritual resources. Within every one of us is a wellspring of peace, a power which cannot be overused, yet often remains neglected. Every time I choose to think and act from that peace within, I bless not only my immediate environment, but the entire world as well. Peace is a precious resource that I can serve best by giving it away. Peace can begin with me. To find a Unity Church near you, please visit our website at www.unity.org. Every moment we live can be holy, and all we need to do to experience that state is to make the decision to do so. Everything we do can be a prayer, and by using our innate creativity with intention, in every aspect of our lives, that can indeed be true. Author Carla Kincannon wrote, Creativity is so much more than art making. It is a tool for navigating through everyday experiences to find the sacred in each God-given moment. Discover Creative Spirit, Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Central Time, and experience the joy of connecting to spirit through creative expression. away in the Unity Library archives in Unity Village, Missouri, you can find a secret treasure. They are the scripts from Unity co-founder Charles Fillmore's early days on broadcast radio, the teachings of Unity's founders, almost a hundred years old. Now, for the first time in history, you can hear them through the power of the Internet. Join Bob Brock every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, for Unity Classic Radio. Words from our past. Discover the wisdom of Charles Fillmore's talks and of other Unity Radio speakers read on the air again. Call in your comments and questions as Bob and his special guests revisit Unity Radio talks of the past, along with historical background from the early days of the Unity movement. That's Unity Classic Radio. Words from our past. Every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on Unity FM. The voice of an awakening world.
Are you ready to live in joy? Is there an area of your life where you could use a miracle? Have you been praying for help and guidance? Come join Lisa and Bill and their guests for an hour filled with practical tips on experiencing miracles, greater abundance, focused, deliberate living, and the peace of God that passeth all understanding. Experience more joy in life. Listen to Living in Joy, Reflections on A Course in Miracles, with Lisa Natoli and Bill Free, every Friday at 2 p.m. Central, here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Intuition is our spiritual GPS and the single best tool that we have for navigating our lives. I'm Victoria Shaw. And on my Intuitive Connection podcast, I will share with you the ways to connect with your intuition and awaken the gifts of your soul. In each episode, I'll draw on my own intuitive gifts and my training as an Ivy League trained counselor and psychologist to help support you in reaching your highest potential. Start listening now on Mind Body Spirit FM Podcast Network or wherever you find your podcasts. 